Welcome to episode 6 of Hazard's Hellraisers, a Dice Fiend's 5th edition adventure. We take a moment away from Gwyneth, Small, and Kalista to catch up with Simlo and say goodbye to Avi. What was Simlo doing the past day? Will their independent investigations into the underbelly of Old Oak yield fruit? Let's find out. As you're leaving, Avi just tugs on your sleeve and tells you that he's enjoyed adventuring with the four of you. But he feels an obligation to go back to Red Apple and help the people there rebuild their lives after what happened there with the Traders Union. Okay. Before he leaves, he produces four small acorns, each with a little flourish to signify who's it, who it's for. And he tells you he got these commissioned back in Goldcliff. They are small containers, so if you ever want to store anything in them, there How you go. How small? They're acorn-sized containers. Okay. What what symbol is my head on it? I remember Abby talking about this, but I don't remember what they look like. Okay, so yours is the one with an owl. Yours has a little owl because you are an investigator. Nice. One the hilt, the little acorn stem is a sword hilt for Maul. Kalista got two stems shaped like horns because she's a tiefling. Gwyneth got an open book, and then you got an owl. Cool. If you ever need me, or need my help, I'll be in Red Apple. And I hope if I ever need to call on you, y'all will be there. With that, he hops on Hannah, his warhound, and then they trot off into the back into the woods y'all came from. I want to scritch Hannah before they leave. Oh, yeah, roll the scritch. I can roll animal handling the scritch. No, you don't have to. Okay, I was going to see how good of a scritch it was, but okay. Okay, I can do that. That's what I was just asking what it was going to be for. Subpar scritches. I will roll for the scritch. That's an 18. It's the best scritch ever. 18 is a very good scritch. Natural 20, she would have left Avi to be with you. (laughs) I would have inherited Hannah. (laughs) (laughs) And then. With that out of the way, you turn back to go to town and you see that your other siblings had just like gone off already. I guess you told them to, that you would catch up with them earlier on. And so you, yeah. Or maybe you didn't and they were just like, Kalista and Maul were just like arguing about something and then like they just walked off while you were talking to Abby. <laughs> Whatever works. Who knows? The world may never know. But then... We'll go to freedom. What do you like to describe yourself? I am, my name is Freedom. I'm a tiefling. Um, I'm a city guard. And, um, rogue. Okay. So, Freedom, you were sent by the sheriff of the town, John Martian, out to Flitlock's estate. Well, he has a special investigation he wants to conduct. And you were sent out to Flipbox Estate to see if you could get any help with it or find anyone who would be willing to help. When you come across a dwarf, you have a mohawk? Yeah, so similar hair, it's shaved on the sides, and I have like a braided mohawk, and it's red. And what is my investigation? I'm supposed to be, the the mayor has asked me to do what? The Sheriff John Marston. Well, you know that there were some wolf attacks last night, but Sheriff John Marsden 
has a special investigation into one of the townspeople he believes to be a slaver from the mercantile guild known as the Traders Union. A slaver so, given your given your history as given your class proficiency, he believes you'd be well equipped to break into that person's house and find evidence that they have been trading slaves, in order so th they can be arrested. But he sent you to Flipbox to see if you could get any help or if there would be someone willing to assist you in this matter. Okay, and the Flipbox, what does that mean? Flipbox Flip is where I'm is, at. Flipbox is a gnomish inventor on the outside of town. So his full name is Flipbox Shabadook. Okay, okay, okay. It's a person's house name. Yeah, okay. it's a strange name. Okay, and so how do you respond to the person who's on the road. Hello, my name is Freedom. I'm on a special investigative task for the sheriff about these attacks. Have you heard about them? Yeah, we, me and my siblings did hear about the attacks recently. Um, they've gone ahead of me into Old Oak. I'm assuming to help out with that. Um, I'm just kind of running behind. All right, would you be willing to um, join forces with me? I mean, probably. Sure. I mean, I'm heading to Old Oak anyway. Alright, let's journey together. Hi, Sam Love. So you take them to Sheriff John Marsden, a large enough man, human male, brown hair, in a typical guard's uniform, and he looks to you as you come in and says, oh, freedom. Any luck in finding someone to help? Yes, Sheriff John. Because I don't remember your last name. Right? <laughs> I have, um, what's your name? Simlo. I have found Simlo, who is um, very willing to, to help us out. Do you have a last name, Simlo? He pulls out a piece of paper. Is it on my, oh, Umber Scales. Oh, like, like the dwarf? What oh. dwarf? Oh, Freedom, you said you were raised by a Her uh, Herza, right? Yes, that is correct. I was raised by a Hezra. The Hezra from Goldenleaf? Yeah. That makes us siblings then. Oh. My. God. <laughs> I think our journey will be very, very successful. He, hearing this, he gets two more glasses other than the dirt the filled one he has and like passes a bottle of whiskey well if y'all wouldn't mind sim freedom simo if you would sit down i have freedom you know this but i have a special assignment that i think two two siblings of such a fine woman would do very well Just take a seat and just take a seat. It's gonna take a second and I'm gonna drink. I'm assuming the sheriff poured everybody whiskey since he got out extra oh, yeah. glasses. He, yeah. Okay, then I take the glass. Well he's <laughs> he slides the whiskey over so you can pour it because he doesn't know if you actually drink and he doesn't want to be like the kind of person who would be pressuring you into Oh uh, okay, yeah, I pour a drink. I'm a dwarf. 
Well, you know, not every dwarf is a horrible alcoholic. <laughs> I mean, Gwen is. Just your sister. <laughs> if you've been anywhere near the town, you've doubtlessly heard of the wolf attacks last night. And while that is tragic, I received... I received word from the mayor that he has hired four adventurers to look into it. I, As far as we're concerned, they're deputies of the law, so... I don't want to interfere in their investigation. Okay. That does free us up, though, to pursue another lead. In the town, we have a dealer from the Traders' Union named Sharon. He runs Sharon Sticks. And I have reason to believe that he has made his fortune through selling and buying people. Unfortunately, I cannot prove this. And because of the works 99% of the time justice system, I don't have the means to enter his shop and prove it legally. But from my, con from my contacts who have informed me about his activities, you know, the whole work backwards from what you know, he likes to keep a ledger for blackmail reasons because it's illegal in every territory except the Union to s trade slaves, so he'll have leverage on people he deals with. Now, if you can take, if you can get this, if you can get this ledger he keeps most likely in his home, we'll be able to crack down on him using that and then follow all the names in order to bust a lot more people. Makes sense. So essentially, you want us to break into his house and steal his ledger. Yes, break into his house and steal the ledger. And one, you don't really have to worry about Godfrey's guard. But an idea is that even if even if we can't act against him right away, he won't be able to say anything because if he goes and complains to anyone about you breaking into his house and stealing the ledger, he'll admit that he had a ledger full of contacts he traded slaves with. So does he have guards? Does he have people watching him? I don't know if he has guards. I know he has a ring that can summon spectral warriors. So if he catches you, he'll probably do that. And it wouldn't surprise me if he had a security system in his, in his house. Okay. Because. Right, because he's protect, trying to protect our people. Yes. As far as I'm concerned, there's not really a time limit on this, but the sooner the better. So, okay. For Deputy Freedom, Simlo, you are dismissed. All right. Thank you. Um, is there anywhere we should particularly start? And can we take that whiskey with us? Do you have thieves tools? Yes. If you need any equipment, there is a general store, but I think the best place to start would be casing out the Sharon sticks. What kind of store is that? It's a miscellaneous store. has fine jewelry, sells other items. Along with cinnamon sticks. Just a whole barrel of them if you go inside. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we head out, I guess. Yeah, he... He produces a smaller bottle of whiskey <laughs> and gives it to you. Travel whiskey. 
Thank you so much. <laughs> this will help our caking out Tim Dampers. Anything for my best deputy. Okay, so what time of day is it? It's about noon time. Alright, so does he does he know me because I'm a city guard? He'd probably know you since you are one of the city guard. Okay, so I can't go in and act like I'm just looking at something. You could still act like you're looking at something. He might be a little more chilly with you, but that's where your like persuasion or intimidation rules would come in. Okay. Alright, so then I guess we should go see what we can see at Sharon's Pick. Alright, are we going to case right. it with him um, as going in as shoppers? Or are we going to wait till it closes? Are we just going to hang back? What do you think our best approach is? I kind of want to see what the inside of the place looks like a little bit. Is his home attached to the shop or does he... His home, the back of the shop is storage in like his living quarters. Alright, Simlo, I think I'm going to stay outside since he won't be as receptive to me right now. And I'll let, and I'm just going to see who comes and goes and see if I can see anything at all from, from further away while you go inside. Sounds like a plan. So, Simlo, <laughs> what are you doing in the storefront? Um, looking at the wares supposedly, but I just kind of want to see if I can, like, for later breaking in, like, what's kind of the best way to do that. I'm going to have you make me two checks, an investigation to do the casing, and then a performance to act like you're just looking around. Okay, fair enough. Twelve. For, for investigation. Twelve? Okay. And roll me... A performance check? 14. 14. So you're doing very passively at both. He stands out there watching you for a bit, like making sure you don't need any help. Actually, let's see if we can get... Nope. He stands out there watching for a bit, making sure you don't need any help. And when it's clear you're just like looking around, he tells you to ring the bell if you need him. And then he goes back into the back of the store. And you see, like, when he's opening up the door to go back, you see another door on the far side of that room that would presumably lead to the outside. Okay. But I guess it's obvious that's his living quarters. That's either his living quarters or where he keeps the items. Or where he keeps his merchandise. Uh... Is there, like, a counter, or...? Yes, there is a counter separating you and the door, like... It's most... Most of the shop is just open with the occasional barrel of cinnamon sticks. <laughs> and then... There's a glass... There's a counter with a glass top, and you see, like, jewelry and such. Okay. Underneath it. And... I... After he leaves, try to see yep. if, like, there's a ledger or anything behind the counter and I'll actually go behind the counter but whatever I can see from this side make me an invest make me a perception check and we're gonna go back out to freedom so are you watching for anything in particular or I'm looking to see if there's any worn paths like 
from the back of the south that leads out to, um, to somewhere that you know, maybe someone hasn't noticed before because we've got to be getting people in and out somehow. I'm looking for yeah. anything on make the... Me. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, make me a perception check. Okay, so it's 18. Oh, yeah, 18. You're, you're around the house investigating, and you notice a worn path cutting through the grass, and across from, like, looking towards it, you see the city attraction Rats in the Sewers, where that's basically someone cap like, they capture rats and release them into, like, prop sewers so people who want to be adventurers can go down and kill rats in the sewers, get some experience, okay. act like they're real adventurers. Okay. <laughs> and you do see... That's the best thing the ever. attraction's caretaker, Ted, sitting out talking to the mayor's daughter, Vivian. But you see, like, a little path that disappears with the grass is at, but you can, it'll be a straight shot to go to that attraction from. Okay, so that's the path I saw, it, it leads to that, that wonderful yes. town attraction? <laughs> mm-hmm, the, the mainstay of the town, Rats okay, the Sewers. Okay. If you want to go talk to him, you can, or, and you do notice the trick, like the back, the back door of his, Sharon's house, slash shop. Because that's where you followed the trail from. So I can talk to Ted and ask if there's, like, yes, I'll talk to Ted. Okay. So you go over to talk, you go over to Ted, and I, he's talking with Vivian, and he's like, Oh, hello, Miss Freedom. How are y'all doing today? Just fine, thanks for asking. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shucks. How can I help how can I help you, Deputy? Just wondering if you've seen um, any unusual type adventurers coming and going from this here neck of the woods. Well, I saw some unusual people coming in earlier today. There was a tiefling, there was a human. Well, there are two humans by the time they got on Mayor's house. And there was a dwarf. Wondrous Macy was leading them up there. Could you tell what they were up to or where they had come from? It looks like they came out of Hamas, Miss Deputy Freedom Man. And given the wondrous Mason was leading him up to the mayor's house, I think that he was going to go talk with his dad, Galvin Glorious. All right. Well, I appreciate this information and hope your attraction does well today. And I'll follow up at the mayor's house. Okay. Well, if you ever want to. If you ever want to go, it's this, the police get a discount. How special. And now oh. you have a voice. <laughs> <laughs> if I can remember. We'll go back to, <laughs> we'll go back to Simma. Okay. You do not. Do you have me do perception? I, I got a three. What? Yes, what was your perception? You don't see it. You can... Attempt to go around the side. You can attempt to go around the back of the counter and look through it if you want. That'd be a stealth plus an investigation. That would be. Uh, let's do it. Apparently, I need to continue to pray, pray to the dice god. I got a fourteen plus four, eighteen. Nice. Um, and freedom. As Simo's doing that, 
I'm going to ask you a very important question. This isn't part of usual D&D. It's just a little thing I like to do to determine random events. I'm going to roll this d20, and I want you to tell whether you I got above a 10 or a 10 or so below. highs or lows. Highs or lows. If you're right, it'll either stay the same or good things will happen. If you're wrong, it'll either stay the same or bad things will happen. All right. So you're right, good, bad, wrong. Okay. One moment, that was caught on like a little. Uh, okay, highs Hi. or lows. Highs. Okay, you are able to get around without anyone coming in, and Sharon, you can still hear Sharon rooting through the back room okay. for something. Okay. Uh, safety. Now I need to do investigation. Yes. Well, you can see that. There's a lock on the metal part, the glass part of the case, and then a lock on a drawer beneath the count, on the bottom of the count. So if I do an investigation, I'm going to have to pick those locks and then do the investigation? Yes. Zimlo does not feel like they have enough time for that shit, but I make a mental note of where the drawers are. I mean, you could try to pick the locks in a hurry. If you want it, it'll just be a little bit harder. Let's be bold. Uh, I can't. So, so there's two different locks. There's one lock on the glass case. So if you wanted to open it up and start to take the oh, jewelry, oh, okay, and then and then the that's other. That's what one. you do. There's one lock okay, on so the, the drawer. Okay, so the drawer is what I'm gonna go for. Sixteen. Sixteen. Yep. So with that, with that, you are able to pick the lock within like six or twelve seconds of putting your thieves tools in you pop it open and then you slide the drawer open 15 for investigation 15 for investigation you you see a large key on the bottom and along with a uh, box for money and does the appear to go to the lockbox for money? It looks too large for that lockbox. Okay, I want to swipe the key and then relock the lock. Roll me another dexterity check just to relock the lock. So like with the thieves tools? So plus dex plus, okay. Yeah. 12. 12, you are, you slide it open and then you're able to caress it into your another and the drawer is firmly locked in place. And I assume you scarper out from behind yes. the room. Like a few seconds later, Sharon does come out of the back room. So, miss, I'm sorry, can I help you find anything today? I don't know what I want though. I'm just gonna pick a random thing, whatever's nearby. <laughs> yeah, pick a random thing. Do you want me to roll for my random thing? Yeah, I mean, you don't, do you have a table? Do you just do you just pick the first thing you like the, whatever is nearest me? Yeah. Ah yes, the old oak snow globe. <laughs> it's remarkably inaccurate because given the climate, but it would this is what old oak would theoretically look like if snow happened. If snow here. happened here, yep. If snow happened here, yes. Well, I think it's perfect for my snow globe collection. I gotta take this back and show my mom for sure. 
That would be ten gold. I swear I have money, but I don't know how much because apparently I didn't write it down. I don't know why you would write down. Just look in your pocket. I'm talking out of character. Okay. Because <laughs> um, you gave us money. people. And we bought ponies. I sure did. Oh, wait. So maybe it's in my notes. Might be in my notes. No. Because the pony was cheaper than... So I had some money left over. But I don't remember how much. Duel to the death. When is it against the king? That's... That's after. Pony, ponies at ponies of various sizes. Okay, so we... All together got 250 gold for expenses. Oh, it was party funds. That's how we did it. So someone else is keeping track of that. That's why I don't know. So we'll assume whoever had party funds gave me something. I feel like I was going to ask him something and I forgot what it was. Oh, I was going to try to be all deceptive and shit, but I don't know how. I don't know how to word it. So I'm not going to. Oh, if you want, if you want, we can cut back to Frida and see what she's doing. Well, I try to conduct and talk to it. Mm -hmm. I've been sitting here under this tree contemplating what I found out from mm -hmm. the town adventurer and all <laughs> these little trinkets that are sold here in the store. And I'm wondering if any of the slaves that are brought over could, mm -hmm. could some of these trinkets be a clue as to a certain type of uh, trinket that would only come from a, a slave and they stole it and that's how they're getting some of their trinkets? You know that if this is a front, some of the trinkets could be kind of like a code. Like sometimes how you'll say, oh hey, can you bring me a coffee if you don't want to say, hey, bring me some ecstasy. Okay, I see. And I, I was I was wondering more yeah. along the lines like you described a you know a silly trinket, but like something that would only come from a region of where they're getting their slaves from. That would actually point an investigator to be like, oh, how did they get that here? Because it's only from this area. So just wondering if that would play into it at all. The thing with the Traders Union is, while there are regions that have less control, if Sharon is like kid taking slaves, it sounds like he would be kidnapping people from all over. So if you wanted to look at the jewelry he had, there's a chance that he missed some inscription that was identified as someone else's. Like if you found some jewelry that belonged to a person who vanished recently. They'd be like, hey, how did he get this? Okay. They don't, they're not taking their slaves from any one region in particular. Alright, so our plan is going to be when, when, um, some, some, some low, some low, get through there, then we're going to meet up and then exchange what we were missing. Right? Sounds good? Okay. That sounds good. So, Simo, have you thought about what you want to <sighs> to see? I don't think I can figure out how to do it. Because I was going to try to, like, Please. figure out if I could make him think I wanted to buy a slave. But how, I don't, can't figure out how I would know 
or has to say something generally enough that would be known as this is what you say when you want a slave. I mean, I could maybe know that because of being City Watch and shit and an investigator. Yeah, make an intelligence check. 13. You could pretend like you're trying to be sneaky, but like really bad at it through a deception check. Like, hey, hey, I wanted to buy some not slaves. <laughs> okay. You know. Okay. So, um, did he introduce himself or is his name on the door or something? Is he wearing a name tag like, you know, a Best Buy person? Sure. Yes. Hello, I'm a spy. Sure. No, his, just his name. Like, do I know his name? Other than being told it by from someone else, I assume when he walked in, he'd be like, "Welcome to Sharon Sticks." Yeah, I that's am Sharon. He's just like wearing he's just wearing normal like nobleman's clothes. Okay, so the, before I go, I'm gonna say, "So Sharon, there's uh, something else you might be able to help me with, um, or maybe you can point me in the right direction." I'm um, traveling, and I really need some help carrying things and um, maybe some protection. I don't know. But I don't really have that much money. Uh, I don't really want to hire anybody. Do you know any way that I could get some uh, cheap labor or something like that? Make me a deception. It's a seven. He raises Wait, his eyebrow. doesn't he need to roll insight? Oh yes, I, I forgot insight. Nah, look. Uh, one. Yeah, he, he made it. Damn it. If you don't have much money, he looks at the snow globe <laughs> in your hand. <laughs> I doubt he can afford any services I provide. I have money. What I mean is, I don't want to pay someone to work for me. Ongoing wages. Roll me a persuasion check. 21. <laughs> Should have listened to that gut reaction earlier and switch that die out. He looks a little incense and he's like, come, come on. He grabs you by the arm and pulls you back into the back room. Discretion is the key in this barbaric land. Sorry. What are you looking to buy or sell? Buy. He regards you carefully, Simeon. He's trying to figure out what he wants to do. Unfortunately, I do not have any dock in at the moment but if you are able to wait a few days i can put in some wood for my contacts and we can have an assistant brought to you that sounds reasonable now usually i buy mainly given these lands don't let betters assert their authority over the lesser people some spielbelt equality but you look like the discreet type he opens up a closet and inside you see a large construct he reaches in for a key that looks very similar to the one you swiped and he's he whispers something to the construct and sticks the key in turning it opening up its chest and inside you see just a tome of Can a I do perception to see if I hear the whisper? Yes. Eleven. You hear something as <laughs> not a That totally makes sense. <laughs> you hear like the general sound of it, 
but you don't hear the specifics. Okay. But you see him take out a large tome of a book, like with with leaf notes and little tabs sticking out. He opens it up and starts piecing through it, and he finally gets to a page. And may I have your name? Hey guys, it's Eric, the DM of the Dice Fiends, BSDF, Dungeon Friend. Just sounded inappropriate. I'd like to give a shout to our affiliate, Dice Envy. Dice Envy makes really cool looking dice at an affordable price that you can show off to all your friends. So whether you're rolling skills, dealing damage, or deciding whose turn it is to buy dinner, go to DiceEnvy.com to purchase some neat looking dice. Our link is in the show notes. Before I let you get back to the show, I just want to say that our next episode will be out on March 27th, and we are having a very special one-shot adventure on our Twitch channel on April 1st at 6pm, so definitely check it out. Let's get back to the adventure and see what hijinks Simlo and Freedom get up to. Bye! Deception check. That's a nat one. He got a three, but he got a nat one, so here we are. Listen, whoever you are, I know our business requires discretion, but I am not in the business of keeping improper records. Now. Okay, then I'm going to try to light it. Make me a deception check. That's a 12. He looks to you putting the book up and putting it back into the automaton's chest and closing it. It's clear that I am working with someone who's trying to deal with me in bad faith. Now, I don't know who set you up. I don't... Well, I do care who set you up. So No one set me up. So, a little dwarf comes into my shop, looks around for the better part of an hour, lies to me about their name after very loudly telling me they wanted to buy a slave. And you expect me to believe that no one set you up. I know I have many enemies in town. And if you want to leave this shop, you will tell me who they are. I am a forgiving man. Simlo. If that's even who you are. But You notice that Simlo's been in there for a good while. Yes. Do you want to go inside the shop? I would think by now that, yeah, I'm, I know they've been there a while and figures that there's some kind of trouble. You go inside the shop and there's a ring in the bell, but you don't see anyone in the front. And back to Simlo. Sharon hears the ring. He's like, an accomplice, perhaps? No. Do you want to call the name? I don't. 
know anyone in town. I just got here. Roll me a deception check. <laughs> I'm switching dice. Fourteen. He furrows his brow and then smiles as you say that. He walks past you flicking a switch. That's good then. Compliance bot. Compliance bot. And then the automaton Shit. starts to hum to life. What the fuck? It's a, it's a, it's a construct. It's like a robot. You actually don't hear that as he's calling. Freedom. You could actually hear some talking in the back room, but then around the time he flicked the switch, you couldn't hear anything coming okay. from the back room again. Okay. Compliance bot. Take care of our intruder. The automaton words to life is like, thank you for choosing <laughs> compliance bot. Its fists are covered by two large metal boxing gloves and like two prongs with arcing electricity come out of them. Please lie down on the floor and assume the prone <laughs> position. This will be much easier oh if you do. And then as a, before compliance bot starts compliance bot starts walking towards you, Sharon slips out the door to the storefront and locks it behind. Do I see him. other doors? <laughs> There's the door in the back of the house, or if you want, if you wanted to try to get out the door before Sharon locked it, okay. that would be an initiative. Let's go test. with the initiative test, and then see what happens from there. Also, there's another door in the room that presumably leads to his living quarters. Dirty twenty. So we're going to go to Freedom's perspective. So you see Sharon like slip out of the door, like holding it open almost as much as he needs to. But as he's closing, going to close it, a little dwarf hand just like pops out from the right and then keeps it from closing. So maybe it shuts on your hand and you take some damage, but it's nothing <laughs> of consequence. Oh, God, Captain Deputy Freedom, I'm sorry. There seems to be an intruder in my store. Could you take care of her? Of course, of course. But what do you need me to do? They're intruding on me, Deputy Freedom. I need you to arrest them. As Simlo presumably comes bursting out of the back room and compliance bot is following shortly. <laughs> I'm going to try to dash out the front door. Compliance bot is going to make an attack of opportunity on this. Does the 16 hit you? Mm -hmm. Okay, compliance bot hits you in the shoulder with one of its gauntlets. It hits you for nine points of damage. You see Compliance Bot and Simlo bursting out of the door. Simlo dashes past Simlo dashes, and I'm gonna need y'all to roll me initiative. Twenty-three. Yeah, twenty. Okay, Freedom got a twenty-three. What did Simlo get? It was a thirteen, and then it rolled, and now it's a five. Yeah. So that's did a seven. I mess your roll up though, because I'm I grabbing know. mine out of there. I'm not sure. As we start this first round of combat, Freedom, Sharon has just asked you to arrest Simlo. And Simlo ran out of the back room, chased by a large automaton you haven't seen before. Well, you have the initiative. What would you like to do? Initiative as far as I'm fighting the uh, automaton? You can try to talk to him. You can try to... Like, get Simlo out of there. And I would arrest me. Oh, yeah. Because I, I would think, I, I mean, I have to try to help Simlo. Yeah. How about I arrest? You're going to arrest Simlo? Then I can Simlo? get her out because the sheriff knows they're working with me. 
Okay, so a similar runs towards you. Make me a performance check. Because you're pretending a four. A four? So you're like, stop, criminal. <laughs> and pull, produce your handcuffs. Simo, do you let, no, you let freedom No, I want to keep up the you? show. Then I'm going to need you to make me an athletics check, freedom. And Simo can either make an athletics or acrobatics. Okay, so I have a 15. 11. 11. So you have Simo grappled right now. And that's making your whole stop criminal seem more believable because they are actually fighting you on this. So you will be able to use your, you will be able to cuff them in manacles now. Yes. The manacles clink on. It goes to Sean. Thank you, compliance bot. You you can You're go. You're welcome. We're always happy to serve. I don't want to make any more trouble for. Sheriff Marston and we have to, you know, with all this, all this talk about wolves and he has a very stressful job. So, if you just want to leave this intruder with me, I'll talk to them. I'll make sure they understand why I was upset with them and then I'll see them on their way. He tries to go to shake your hand and palm you the bag of He's trying to bribe you. He's trying to bribe me to leave the police men there. I'll make sure the manacles get back to you. Don't worry. No, that's not anything I'm interested in. He takes the bag of coins back. Very well. He puts them in his robe. Have a good day, Miss Whitebird, and thank you for helping me with my problem. I hope you keep them behind bars where they belong. I have other customers to attend to. <laughs> There's no one else in the shop. Do I, so I respond to him as I'm leaving. So I look around the uncrowded store and say, yes, most definitely get to those customers. I assume y'all leave? Not before I swing my tail and knock over his the remaining pile of smuggling. Okay, make me a dexterity check. Okay, so 19. You turn and like with a movement of your hips, your tail just like, able to control your tail, so it just like wrecks perfectly along the row of snow globes, so it's like resulting in a cacophonous crashing sound as at least 20 snow globes meet their untimely end <laughs> on the floor of the shop. Ah, oh, the sheriff will see that bill for you, Miss Whitebird. I'll, I'll let the sheriff know of the money that you tried to offer me for this prisoner. Damn tiefling. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. So y'all are outside the shop now. I will say to Freedom, we should keep up this shtick until we get back to the sheriff's office. What shtick are you talking about? <laughs> right, old man says, passing by. I say it quietly. We're accepting a bondage here. <laughs> We're a very open community. <laughs> Let's see. Old man perception. Maybe he just mentions, we're open to bondage here. As he passes by. He got a nine on his old man perception check. Nice. Alright, so I guess we head back to the sheriff's office. It's mid-afternoon now, and as you're passing, going towards the sheriff's office, you pass by the uh, apothecary. And you see several villages outside of it are in the middle of a song. 
Are they singing Super Califragilisticexpialidocious? No one fights like Galvin. No one fights like Galvin. <laughs> Ladies pipe like Galvin. Every night like Galvin. I'm assuming these are snippets of the siblings' day <laughs> as we pass by. So getting back to the sheriff's office, he sees you enter with a Sinlo in sh manacles. It's like, oh. I see the day spit six so far. <laughs> yes, depending on your uh, definition of success, I suppose. I found uh, out my things. Of getting the book. Where are y'all on that? Well, if I could have these manacles off, that would be great. I suppose. Although I do <laughs> like keeping you all tied up, like that whole bondage thing. <laughs> We're <I don't> siblings. <laughs> I didn't know you. <laughs> Listen, if the Brady Bunch proves one thing, it only matters if the sheriff Oh, God. Ten years later. But the sheriff is demanding it. All right, so you're free now. <laughs> so what's up? Okay. What did you find well, out? Well, he definitely deals in slaves. Okay. And I know where he keeps the book. The problem is... He keeps the book in the chest of an automaton. That almost tried to kill me. That isn't as good. Uh, it wasn't so great at pretending to buy slaves and uh, got found out. And he sticks his automaton on me. However, lovely Freeman was out in his shop and since he didn't know that we were together, he asked Freedom to arrest me. And that whole performance went well. He believed that I was arrested. Nothing else to report about it? Yes, as as we were, I as I was, uh, I actually already had them in handcuffs, and he tried to bribe me, saying that he was friends with you, and that it would be okay with you, and I could bring you uh, a pouch of money to in order to leave the prisoner there, and he would deal with them. Hmm. If I had one word to describe my relationship with him, it it wouldn't be friends. It'd kind of be the opposite <laughs> of friends. Thank you for bringing that to my attention. Freedom. You know that I, as long as I've been sheriff and my deputy, I've always tried to carry out justice and do good without compromising. Right? Yes, most definitely. If you don't want to face the atom, like, tell me about this automaton because it sounds incredibly it's dangerous. very tall. It it had lightning strikes that it put out. I, I assume it was going to cut my hat off with the lightning. Well, I do have an idea of something we could do. Trying to restaurant. For bribing an officer of the law, might provoke a confrontation with him and uh, an automaton. We don't need the town any more distracted by bloodshed and violence than it already is. You saw the you saw the book, Simla. I did. I can promise that I won't prosecute him for slave trade if he gives us the book, so we can go after the people he's dealt with. And of course, I wouldn't be able to do anything to him because 
I try to make my word my oath, as Deputy Whitebird knows. We get the names of everyone he sold slaves to. We can track them down, arrest them, and try to get them to flip on other people. We can maybe even try to find the people who were kidnapped. Give this to the Blue Gold Order. They could, they might be able to mount an attack on the Traders Union itself. I'll go with you to get the book from him, and we'll be able to wrap this up. Let's just go after these clothes so we don't cause a confrontation in the during the day. The yeah. store itself. During the night. And thus we yeah. have succeeded in making the DM talk to himself. Until then, if you want to get some dinner, you are dis you're dismissed and then we can go to the shop tonight. Sounds perfect. Exolential. Do you wanna roleplay dinner or not? You could just say we go get dinner. We go get dinner. Go get dinner maybe Maybe at the local inn and tavern, the Slotty Slotty. <laughs> and unbeknownst to you, we cut to Maul, Kalista, and, and Gwen is like leaving the tavern to go off and do their own investigations right before you get there. And then Mumet just going up the stairs to go to bed right before you get there and you go to the tower and have a nice dinner. You leave the tavern, and right as you're going to enter the sheriff's office, Gwyneth, Kalista, and Maul meet back up at the tavern to discuss their next <laughs> move. Perfect. Very narrowly across the <laughs> So the sheriff meets you. So, Mo, here's a temporary, here's a badge. These, we are all going there as members of the law. Nice. I take the badge. I admire such knowledge. Do you have one already? Do you want to? I thought I gave. You, do you want a badge oh, too? I, I thought I gave you one. Okay, I just, I just wanted to make sure. Like I, that would be a horrible HR issue if I didn't get a tiefling giving you the badge <laughs> because you know, people might say, "Oh, it's because she's a tiefling." It's not. I mean, like I you gave, didn't say, "Here's a badge," but you made like, an. I'm an official deputy, so uh, yeah. So he leads you to the back of Sharon Stakes, where the house is. Do either one of you want to do the talking, or do you just want me to handle it? Um, I want you to handle it. <laughs> it's entertaining for me I when feel DMs a deep, an intense have hate themselves. that I cannot explain. What did he have I don't know. My fingers are atrophying into. Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> That is up on the podcast. Oh, that was good. We just got flipped off. <laughs> Quality radio. Flipping ain't the law. Okay. <laughs> so he goes up to the door. Sharon, open up. This is the sh sheriff. This is the sheriff. Open up. Sharon opens up the door just barely enough to look through. What do I owe the displeasure of seeing you today, Sheriff? Sharon, you see, a little birdie <laughs> told me that... <laughs> <You're> bird. 
you try to bribe a police officer, an officer of the law, and he looks to you, Freedom, and then to Simla, who's now wearing the badge on their tunic. Did that little birdie also tell you that your dwarf friend broke into my back room and accosted me? I did no such thing. No. That is a lie. That never happened. And you see him, like, move to close the door, but then the sheriff just slides his foot in between the door and the door frame. No, I'm as much as it'll give me joy to see you rot in hell. Quite frankly, this town doesn't need the bloodshed, and I don't need to deal with that most likely unpermitted automaton you have in your closet. So I'm going to give you a deal. You give us the book you're keeping. You have immunity to the, the charges we find listed there in the book. And I'll let you continue your miserable existence inside of this town until I find out you've been trafficked in a worse place. Or you do something else illegal. So keep your nose clean, Shadon. Because I'm going to cut it off as soon as I see a little bit of shit. Sure, frowns and opens the door. You will live to, you won't live to regret this, Shane. Listen, I say keep your nose clean, not threaten an officer of the law. So, consider this one between friends that I'm not putting you in there in the place. Go on. Oh wow, that's a one. Cool. Was that your persuasion? And with Sharon. Yeah. No, 18 was persuasion. Oh, okay, that, that's better. one. Yeah. And Sharon, cowed by the threats of legal action against him, moves towards the closet, and he whispers a word into the automaton's ear before unlocking it. I still want to try. I want to try to hear it again. Make me another perception check. Can I have advantage because I kind of like listened before? Sure. Yeah, okay. Please roll for it. Oh, okay. Got a two and an eleven, so eleven plus. You don't hear shit. Plus five, so that's a sixteen. That's persuasion. No. Oh, that's persuasion. You're right. Yep. Perception. Where's perception? Oh, that's a plus one. Nope. I just got a 12. I see your tricks, Simlo. I see your tricks. You don't hear any more than you heard last time. You're like, mm -hmm. <laughs> Maybe if I interact with him enough, I can see the whole word. Now I want to know if I can hear him. Okay, make me a persuade perception check. It's a 9. You're less than they do, and he brings the book and he hands it to Sheriff Marston but before he lets it go he says now Marston I have your word that you, no authorities by your command will come after me for the fireman or any other's command that results from this book and sheriff's, the sheriff looks at him smiles and says yes you have my word 
I, nor freedom, nor similar, will raise a blade against you. And I will not send anyone else to raise a blade against you for what we are finding in this tome. He huffs. Sharon puffs and like shoves the book into Marcy's chest. Now if you excuse me, I have a business to run in the morning. Good night, Marston. Pigs. He slams the door. <laughs> Let's go back to the sheriff's office. I have some more whiskey before we close. Sounds <laughs> good. Okay, as you go back to the sheriff's office, he greets y'all in and he says, So. So, I gave them my word. And Freedom, I have another special assignment for you. You'll be out of town for a few days. Alright, that's fine. But he opens the book. He whispers something and then the book starts flipping like... And then he goes to a page. It's like, very, he pulls out a knife and he very carefully cuts the page out, rolls it up, and hands it to you, Freedom. Freedom, you remember those ruffians we dealt with a few months ago, a few years or months ago? Called, their leader was called Storm and they were the Furies. You know, the Storm Sorceress that we had to get moving on out of town. Yes, yes. Last I checked, they were in the Farwood. They were in the Farwood Forest, a couple days north of here. I want you to deliver this page with her to her and tell her that it'll tell her it'll share on who had it. Yes, I will do that. She'll know what to do. Now that I have that lovely bit of retribution set up. I suppose this will be your payment for the mission the mission you went on, Simla. He pushes the book over. He pushes the book over. Oh, okay. I've dealt with those types of books before. If you want to find any particular name, just speak it into the book and it'll okay. search for it. It's supposed to do it for any word, but book is mostly names. <laughs> In ledgers like this. Freedom, Simo, you've both done commendable service here. Now I have some more things to do at the station. But you two are dismissed for the night. Alright, thank you. Alright, sir. I will be mm -hmm. on my way tomorrow for my next you all want to do anything with the rest of your night? I'm gonna find a place to sleep, I suppose. <laughs> if you wanted to crash with Freedom, she might be willing to let you sleep. That would probably make more sense. House. Not run into said siblings early. <laughs> yeah, that would be <laughs> fun. Nice. It's a cold night. We can cuddle. I don't know how I feel about cuddling. Just, you go to sleep, it's nice. And, but in the morning, you are, you are waking up by a, a rabbit pounding There's a rabbit? on your door. There's a rabbit? A rabbit is pounding um, on our door? A rabbit. <laughs> I know, that's rabbit. stupid. 
Sorry. quickly pounding. Uh, uh, Deputy, uh, Deputy Whitebird, Deputy Whitebird, I need your help. It's one of the other guards in town. Okay, so I guess I have to answer the door. Deputy Whitebird, it's an emergency. How can I help you? This early in the morning. <clears throat> like Kalista. I just went into the sheriff's office. Something killed Marston. The sheriff is dead, but Freedom still has her final mission to deliver the page to the bandit leader, Storm. Her story may be over for now, but the hunt for the killer continues in the next episode of Hezra's Hellraisers, a Dice Fiend's 5th edition adventure. The Dice Fiends are Sarah Wheatley, Amanda Joyce, Kiara Moller, and Angel Powell. And I just want to give a huge thank you to Michelle for playing Freedom. It was really fun to have her as part of the party. DMing and producing is done by Eric Shapolsky. The Dice Fiends podcast can be found every other Wednesday on iTunes or wherever you get good podcasts. You can also find us on Twitter at Dice Fiends and at twitch.tv slash thedicefiends. Our logo was designed by Ed Curry's Chatter and the music is done by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com. Track listings are in the show notes. You can find more information about the show, including transcripts, on our website. If you want to support the show, you can do so by going to iTunes and leaving us a rating and review. It'll help more people find the show. If you really want to support the show, consider becoming a patron of ours for as little as $1 a month. And until next time, remember, anytime you go questing with someone, be sure to get their name. Goodbye.